Hey, this is Ryan O'Neill from the Danish and O'Neill podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 30 freaking five? Well, the best way to prevent that hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some hair left. Now, you used to have to go to the doctor's office, but now you go to Keeps and you can visit a doctor online and you get hair loss medication delivered right to your door. And they make it easy. They deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines and the awkward doctor visits. Also, they use the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And maybe you tried them before, but you've never tried them at this price. Look, these treatments take four to six months to see results, so act fast. The sooner you start, the more hair you'll keep. Now, if you're ready to take these actions and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash ATC and receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash A-T-C. Actually not. We uh, <laughs> we're kind pre-recorded. of <laughs> coming to you pre-recorded from a two undisclosed locations in the Los <laughs> Angeles area. That is what we're doing. Happy belated birthday to Steph Brush. Haven't heard her name in a long time. Oh Steph wow, long time listener. One of the one of our longest listeners in the history of yeah, the program. I. I uh, I got a little loose, slipped on Boner City and made some inappropriate comments about her. Uh, and, her husband was a listener as well. And then you had to uh, meet her face to face. That too. And you had to, <laughs> that as well. You had to uh, face your demons. But she got the last laugh on me because the bunch of them she sent us way back in the day uh, got tangled in my pubes and are there to this, uh, to this very moment. Uh, my, I told you, my niece was playing with them. And because yeah. they came to town and they, they did get stuck in her hair, almost she had to cut them ju- out. Just another bunchum statistic. Yeah, more people died by bunchums than a coronavirus. It's a I, bunchum uh, pandemic. If I, if I have any enemies, I just I take a handful of bunchums and throw them in the person's hair. <laughs> Dude, what's worse, <laughs> bunchums or gum? Ah, uh, it seems like bunchums, to be honest. Because gum, like, is a small, I think, a smaller surface area. Bunchums are pretty big. Yeah. So they take up a lot of, uh, a lot of your hair gets tangled in it. Dude, I, I hung out with some real horseshit people, and I was a horseshit person because I remember going to a basketball game, and my buddy just took his gum out and threw it to the bleachers below, and it landed in some chick's hair. 
and it got all oh. fucking tangled up. Oh, we're, we're such fucking th- no wonder I'm being punished <laughs> later in life for all what my a, fucking issues. What a bad night for that. You know, you just uh, go out, you do, and then next thing you know, you're like, all right, I got to get a, a drastically different haircut because of uh, a random act of meanness. We thought it was hilarious, but looking back, it was like, what a dick. I don't know if you could do much more of a dick move than just chucking gum from a bleacher up top to some chick's hair down below. I wonder what the odds are of getting it in someone's hair. Uh, There's a lot of areas where there's not. No, I know, but it depends what kind of gum you're chewing. Some gum is very sticky, and he had some shit that was like almost sticking to his fingers, and he whipped it like just like three rows down, like just whipped oh, okay. it in just a chick's like a hair. Hard. Yeah, okay. it wasn't like yeah. just like a fucking. Uh, it wasn't like a hook shot as he's like okay. walking was, by. I, I, was, I was thinking of like a twenty yard, you know, like a, an arc no. way no. down. Okay. No, no, there was it was oh, so that that yeah. you're almost guaranteed a good shot. There was like a target <laughs> in mind, I think. Like there was a, there was a few people up in that row where you're like, all right, any one of these will do. I think we was justified it in our mind, like. You know what? Fuck those chicks. They're fucking stupid. They wouldn't even talk to us anyway. <laughs> I know. Looking back, I was like, I wouldn't talk to me either. I wouldn't talk to <laughs> me or my buddy. <laughs> For having those sort of plans. Yeah, I was like, no, I, no wonder nobody <laughs> talked to us. They're like, those guys are assholes. Throwing gum in people's fucking hair. Did you hear the, uh, the one, did you, Cops was still on the air until it got canceled like I, a day or I two ago. saw that, dude. Cops. Paramount Network had taken down. I, on I mean, who even was 33rd season. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Live PD. Live PD's done. They recorded Apparently, like a, a someone guy. got killed on the show, and then they destroyed the footage. Real scumbag. Oh, is that what happened? I heard that they recorded uh, an officer like killing a guy. I didn't know that. And then they destroyed the footage. That's what I was allegedly. That's what I, I saw online that they, uh, they tried to cover it up. Uh, I bet you somebody's got that footage somewhere. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. And uh, somebody's was probably blackmailing somebody. So uh, there goes that. I saw like about two episodes, three, you know, two, three. Good news and is then, they're all on YouTube. You can catch up. Then, yeah, but uh, it's, yeah. Not uh, not going well. So there, so there's never going to be any other cop shows. Uh, I would say not in the immediate future. They're like going back and uh, get, like trying to censor movies that are old movies. Oh, I saw that. I saw like one blazing of those. saddles, and people are like it's an anti like racism. Like that's the whole point of it. It was supposed to be against racism. It's not pro racism. Mel Brooks made those guys look like idiots that were saying it. That was the point. Like, look at these dumb racists. I, it's just odd to go back and I think it's a slippery slope when it comes to art. It's a slippery slope. Well, yeah, because look, what's uh, the problem is what's of what's of now will not be what's of the future. So no, everything that we do now, things, then we're going to change it. And you can't judge things with hindsight. It, it's not how it works. Dude, you'll have to get rid of every eighties comedy where it's a bunch of horny dudes like treating Chicks just like a, a fuck object, which is what most 80s teen comedies were. Like What's the posters no were them one, like checking out chicks bending over and stuff. No one ever comes for rap music. Like there was the big Me Too movement. There's like a lot of songs that are like are almost, you know, borderline 
rapey. There's a lot of women being called bitches, but it's like, yeah, no one ever like none of that gets pulled. It's just like, but I mean, that's the way it is. That's just how it is. But it's like for some reason movies and other stuff. They were like, like gone with the wind. They're trying to pull that. It's like, that's I a saw fucking, that. it's part of history. Like it's, that was in the history. That's not like, I don't get it. It's not glorifying. I don't, I haven't seen it. I don't really know it, but um, after uh, HBO was it HBO max pulled it. Um, yeah, I get it. It wasn't like it wasn't a great time for sure. But like, I yeah. Then we have you basically have to get rid of every movie up until now, and even now there's some questionable shit going on. Yeah, it, what's weird too though is then there are certain people, you know, guys who are allegedly pedophiles and stuff like that. But that stuff doesn't get pulled out. It's like that stuff's fine, you know. It's just, it's odd what gets picked and you know what yeah. is the sacrificial lamb. Whereas other stuff was like, well, this guy, you know, he's done good work. So keep Woody Allen's a good guy, you know, keep his stuff around. That's fine. It's well, like, yeah, Jeffrey hey. Jones, when you get the, uh, you take down Ferris Bueller's day off because he's a petter ass. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it, it's, and who decides? It's like, is there a committee? You know, it's like, it's, it's a very odd thing where it's like, what gets chosen, what does it's, I think it's a very slippery slope. I think if you're going to, true romance is done. Then I mean, any Tarantino movie could be called. I mean, he's dropping hard end end bombs and all those. I mean, True Romance is probably like the the whole scene with Dennis Hopper. Yeah, is walking. Then then you're gonna have to you're gonna have to cut the whole thing. I just watched it the other night. I mean, you're gonna have to cut the whole fuck. Even when I was watching it, I was wondering to myself, will this like will this survive or when is this gonna get called out? But what's weird is like that means you can't have fictional characters anymore who are racist. Like it doesn't mean you know, like it, it's it, it's odd that it's a fictionalized world. Yeah. Um, but you can't portray something that exists in the real world. I mean, that's what movies do usually. It captures some sort of zeitgeist of the time. And if you don't like the way that was, um I mean ch- things changed. Like the, they well, have and, and they're hopefully changed. changing more for the better, but you can't say that never happened if to me i think you watch it if you want to watch it if you if you don't want to watch it then don't watch it and that's where you heard it is if you if you feel a movie is over then don't pay your money to see it and that's where it gets hurt and then eventually those movies won't be made because they're not making money but to go back and uh and try to correct things that you feel like are wrong i I don't it doesn't make sense to me I, i focus on changing what you think the problems are in the real world Rather than trying to fuck with art. Yeah, we don't have time machines. So, I mean, look at Splash. They covered up her kind of tits or her kind of ass with hair. But then they left John Candy looking up chicks' dresses. Like, I mean, what? The, like, where do we? Yeah. The problem is that, like, all Revenge of the Nerds is done. Like, that will never be shown then. I mean, no. they're doing panty raids and, like. He when raped the guy a did chick. A, yeah, he did an identity switch sex, which is technically rape. And like, but everyone's loving it. They're like, oh, man, you fuck so well. I'm not even going to be offended by that. I mean, 48 <laughs> Hours is done. Yeah, that's, I mean, that deals with race issues. Nick Nolte's it, dropping hard M-bomb. Can you show a movie like Higher Learning or American History X? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess they that American History X is more like a racist who redeems himself and then tries to pull his uh but just the language like are you i don't know it's a weird thing for me it's hard to say leave gone with the wind 
if you watch it, you'll see what things were like in that time period. You can choose not to like it, or you can choose to like it. It's up to you. But let people decide. Don't just alter it. Like people, let people decide. It, I mean, it's. Uh, I support everything that's going on, but there has to be a point where we're like pump the brakes on like what we're like going back in time and altering time. We can't when ignore what has happened. Can you? I mean, what's the? Uh, can you argue that that in any way helps what's happening right now? And I think it's a hard argument to make of like. Oh, that definitely no. is going to help reform. It, it, it is, I don't think it has really much to do with it. It's an old movie that people, I don't think people are joining HBO Max to seek out, by the way. Um, well, it, I, wanted, it, it seems it, I want to see it in its original form. I want to see it in the original way it was done. If I'm watching it, doesn't mean that I'm like, oh, I support this. You're like, oh, this is an interesting piece. I watch things all the time that are old, and I was like, holy shit, can you imagine doing this today? But I'm not like, you need to change this. I find it fascinating. I was like, oh, it's interesting look into that time period. What's weird is, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, it was trending. Uh, I think this is in England. Apparently, I, I've never heard of this in my life, but uh, <laughs> you'll, when you hear it, you'll know probably the reason. There's a Miss Hitler competition, and uh, this lady who won got gotten in. Shockingly, she got in some trouble uh, for being a part of like an organization that's uh, pro-Nazi. But uh, I mean, stuff like that you can see. You can see. Yeah, like, hey, maybe we shouldn't have a Miss Hitler competition. Um, but at the same time, I, it's your right to fucking do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's right, but fuck, if somebody wants to do it, then fucking. Do it, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, people, the big joke, you know, the joke was like, oh, man, there goes the reputation of uh, <laughs> a long-running, <laughs> reputable competition. <laughs> yeah, let it be the butt of jokes. I mean, people are going to join it. People that were going to join it were going to join something anyway. It's not like they're Miss Hitler. Someone's like, you know what? Finally, I find where I belong, Miss Hitler competition. What is like? What what are the talents? It's like watch me uh, yell things about Jews on stage. Like what what would the competition entail? Just just I, how you look. Just a lot of anti-Semitism and <laughs> they're like, what are your I, her like boyfriend in some like special edition Mein Kampf book and like a a fucking what is it called? This is it a Sith? Is that the weapon? Uh, like all these knives and shit oh, they okay. found in his place, and they, they were involved in some <laughs> sort of like Christ. terroristic organization. So they went down. It's um, weird though because freedom of speech. I mean, defending the most heinous shit in the world is the reason why we have freedom of speech. It doesn't mean that like y- you don't have to support it, you don't have to like it, but you have to give the freedom of speech. Otherwise, yeah. we're all fucked. Right yeah, now, though, there's like a mob going on, like, ripping through everybody's stuff, looking for... Like, if you said something 10 years ago, and you may have changed, because fucking motherfuckers change, man. No, there are people getting in trouble for shit they say when they're teenagers. And it's like, you, so you're no longer allowed to make mistakes or, or to learn or to... Yeah. Some people, I, I read mean, their shit, and I go, oh, this motherfucker probably isn't going to ever learn. There's some egregious no, shit there's, out there. There's plenty but, of those. There are plenty. Yeah. There are also people where you're like, oh, that just sounds like some idiot who may have grown up a certain place or been taught a certain thing and were just echoing it. And then they're like, you know, however long later, they may be like absolutely ashamed of it, but then they lose a job, whatever it is. I mean, we both in the comedy world know people who are minorities. I've I've been around people who say horrible shit about other ethnicities. And it's just like, 
but I don't think they should lose their job. It's just how some people are. Oh, yeah. I mean, 100%. The problem is, is like, educate them. Some people you can't, of course, but no. some people can learn and go, okay, like, I've, I've, my eyes will be, have been opened. And you shouldn't say they can never earn a living the rest of their life. Some people, yes. Some people are just fucking bad, bad apples for sure. And then you, then you get the Jeffrey Epstein's where it's like, no, keep working as long, as long as you want. I mean, nothing still happened to all the people that helped him. The tr- yeah, that lady right. who fucking lured the, who helped him. What's going on with her? Nothing. Well, then it's like, but you, you, you said a word that we don't, you know, it's, just, it's odd. It to me, that doesn't add up. Dude, the one it's that not. should be getting more attention is that uh, Brianna Taylor, where they fucking busted into their house in the middle of the night, didn't announce themselves, and she got fucking shot because the guy thought someone was breaking in, and nobody got in trouble. Nobody got in trouble. They tried yeah, to charge of- that dude with attempted murder. Yeah, a lot of people are... Uh- they're trying to get those those guys in trouble now, which I mean, yeah, it's crazy. That to me is the scariest. They bust into your own house where you're just fucking chilling. They didn't yeah. even knock. They knocked but didn't announce themselves. Plain clothes, and I mean, unbelievable. Nobody, neither of the people in there had any record. There was no fucking history of anything. They just had a tip from some scumbag that they arrested, who was probably yeah. just trying to buy himself some time by just saying, "Oh yeah, go to here." crazy but yeah was, i don't uh, it's uh gas man may have called it dropped a dime allegedly yeah it's a weird i mean you could go back and you could go back 10 years and see things that wouldn't fly now oh i mean remember the i mean the movie the toy starring richard Pryor and fucking oh, jackie gleason that ain't getting made at all no Not even close no I mean that was <laughs> I thought that was crazy when I watched it though as a kid. that was like a fa- that was a family movie of that era of the 80s I was like, this is crazy. The but a uh, like little, little kid went on to do some porno and as he got older. But even you think, uh, like, t- what's that? Super bad. I don't even think you could do that now. No, probably not. Objectifying women, you know, there's some stuff in there that somebody would probably take offense to. I mean, you'd have to go back. Pretty soon you're not going to have anything to watch because something, anything that's good usually has some sort of boundaries that they're pushing. I mean, look at Eddie Murphy's early special. You couldn't do those with the amount of homophobia. Yeah, and that's his best special. There's no way you could get away with that today. No way. I, I mean, what are they going to do, re-edit it? I don't, I don't know, or just not show it. I mean, some of prior shit is pretty edgy, pretty crazy. I don't know. It's like you can't, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what the answer is. I would say let's move forward and focus on the future. As opposed Rather to like than, going yeah. back and Edited, changing editing. everything. You'd have to change everything. Yeah. Do you see uh, the Cowboys of Compton did a protest ride? One of our favorite groups out there. Oh, yeah. No. Did they? They, oh, they were out on, the, out on the horses. And, like We uh, encourage anybody with a horse to come out and join. So it was like people walking, guys on the horses. Damn. <laughs> it, was pretty, it was pretty crazy to see. Should have rented a horse. How many horses were there? They were a good amount, and I was like, I don't know if I'd want to walk, like, in the immediate vicinity of the, like, say, it just takes one guy to lose control and uh, yeah, take you out it's from a behind. city horse. I guess, but still. I, I don't mean, know. I don't know. It's not like he's taking him, like, off of a ranch where the guy's never seen a car from the fucking people. I saw this uh, cop was on the side. People were videoing all sorts of shit. It's such a crazy sight. 
to see these guys going down a urban street, like you know, a lot of them on horses. Yeah. And this cop was watching this woman rode by, and he, I think he obviously knew her from the community. He's like, "Oh, you ride horseback? Oh man!" He's like, she gave her a shout. He's like, "What's up?" And like, wave to the guy. <laughs> Where do they keep their horse? I don't know. We went through that story. Where do they? They have a stable. I guess it was like Compton? a long. It's like a long tradition of horseback riding in Compton because this guy they interviewed was like. My grandparents were like he like his whole family was in the horse like in Compton. He's like we've all come up uh, riding horses, so he's like I think, it means uh, a lot to me to I ride. Think uh, Philadelphia also, I think that Byron Bowers I think did a movie with uh, Idris Elba about like uh, street horseback riders. Yeah, like it was. Deep- they have stables and shit in there. I guess it's more more common than we think. I just you never see it. They should fight crime. Like, you might have been seeing the guy, like, drive right down. Some guy snatches a purse. Guy rides down and fucking horseback through cars. Dude, why didn't DMX ride on horses instead of four-wheelers in those Yeah, it would have been a lot cooler. Yeah. I thought everyone was just riding four-wheelers. I didn't know people were riding horses. Somebody sent me. I forget where it was. I think it was at one of those protests. I don't know if it was the cops or somebody else. There's a horse fucking running wild. Somebody lost control by itself. Oh, it got loose? Yeah, it was a rogue horse, like, running down the street. Damn. You don't want that happening. Maybe somebody uh, was trying to pork it from behind, and it just tried to take off. Oh, somebody's like, wait, someone's coming. I hear a parade coming. I'm trying to fuck this horse. <laughs> oh, oh, get shit. the stool. Got away. <laughs> that one, the one that got away. I walked by uh, the park the other day where I've seen weird fitness stuff going on. I, I just saw two guys... Uh, by the playground doing trust falls one-on-one over and over again. Trust falls? Are you (laughs) serious? I was like, what do they have a corporate event? They got canceled. They're like, we need to get our trust uh, going. We need to, let's get out there one-on-one and see if we can catch each other. I was looking like, I don't know if this is for fitness. I couldn't figure out what it was. Just over and over uh, and over again. Do you think that they had like a relationship problem? And he's like, I don't trust you. And he's like, then let me do some trust falls with you and earn that earn that back. I don't know. It was just like one guy would stand there and the guy would fall and then he lifts him back up and he fall. It just sounds repet- like a training. Just, <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> I don't know what. What were like, they what wearing? Workout doing? gear? Or were they wearing? Yeah, like, just yeah, just like work edgy, like shorts, t-shirts. I was like, what the hell is this? It's not like I, I couldn't. I, I was like, I don't know what this could be. I have no idea what benefit they're getting from this. They're strengthening the relationship, man. <laughs> I guess. Maybe after every workout, they do trust falls. <laughs> like, you know what? You know what? I'll seal the deal on this workout is a couple round of trust falls. I, Ronnie, Ronnie Coleman, they said, used to do trust falls with his buddies. Yeah, he used to do 1,100-pound uh, trust falls. Be like 14 guys lined up. <laughs> Come on, add a car. Put Ain't nothing but a peanut. Lightweight, baby. Come on. Dude, what the, what's the world record for uh, for the highest uh, poundage of trust fall? Somebody Maybe they're caught. going for the world record of times in a row without messing it up. Oh, dude, that would be the lamest record of all time. <laughs> they're training in a public park. Just do that in your living or your driveway anywhere other than a public park for me to walk by and see you and mock it. Dude, you should have got in on it and been like, Who's do next? you trust me? <laughs> I, I got next. I got winner. 
They're like, what? <laughs> somebody, somebody call next already because I want in this fucking game. Let's. Trust I saw. Fall. I saw a guy today in Santa Monica in the park doing standing backflips over what? and over again. He's like, Jeez, a, I think people are shredded. I think people are starting to lose it from being inside. I mean, that, this is behavior that's not normal. Doing trust falls and just backflips over and over again. Yeah, but you know, Santa Monica, like so. He, I mean, this guy was like a gymnast. He must, he had the build of a gymnast, and uh, he was just doing standing backflips, landing them, and then he was doing spins in the air right in the park. Maybe he's uh, training for American Ninja Warrior. I think he was training for the fucking Olympics. I don't know. Do you know that they have an American Ninja Warrior Kids version? Like I, I know it because uh, Barb watches. The channel it's on, so they advertise the shit out of it. But like these little kids are fucking jacked. Like well, not, you know, that, they're not like that can't be jacked, good jacked, for you. But they're like they have like biceps. You're like Jesus, you know, they're not like they don't look like bodybuilders. They're like for that age, they're like visibly muscular. Do you remember Little Hercules? Yeah, that didn't kid didn't end up well, right? I think his growth got stunted because allegedly his dad was uh, shooting him up with steroids. I think he's not very tall now. I think he's like five five and not that jacked. And uh, nothing really panned out for him after that. Yeah, it turns out it wasn't worth uh, making the kid a bodybuilder when he was seven years old. Dude, he was benching like fucking 200 pounds when he was like eight. Yeah, it was like, what is it? And yeah, the dad, I think, was, weren't they like Eastern European or something? Yeah, and the sister was Jack, too. I heard the mom was uh, <laughs> real shredded. I think the mom left the dad and took the kids because the dad was like, I think she probably knew that he was doing some fucking real crazy shit. They said the mom was uh, benching when she gave birth to little baby Hercules. She didn't stop. Never oh. stopped lifting. I heard the mom almost ripped the dad's cock off when they were fucking. Oh, Just squeezed Jesus. it. and almost blew its head off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna blow. <laughs> you're gonna blow your co- your dick's head off. You're gonna blow your. <laughs> you're gonna blow your cock off. <laughs> did you get your ticket to uh, Abu Dhabi yet, dude? What what island in Abu Dhabi is Fight Island taking place on? I didn't know Abu Dhabi. I don't really know. I know it's in Africa. I don't really know the exact location. I didn't know there were is uh, had islands. Did you? Uh, I know that they build islands. You know they they built an island. That has a big like skyscraper. They just like filled in an area. Maybe that's where it sand. is. I don't know. They might have built. Uh, they might have. I'll tell you what, man. They they do so much slave labor over there. They probably just got some motherfuckers to build an island. They're gonna be bugs and shit flying around, like moths flying around when you're trying to fight. Uh, I doubt it. It's pretty arid. Have, it's have desert guys over there batting them down. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I just don't. <laughs> None of this is making sense. You got Conor McGregor saying he's retiring again. Why? What are people doing this? Why do people do it? It only makes people mad. John Jones says he's not fighting Masvidal. Well, they're having like basically a holdout because I, I I see what they're saying. Dana's not paying. He doesn't pay very much. They're so like fuck it. Yeah, you don't have to fight. I mean, the problem is that UFC is in financial problems now. They're not getting any of that live gate. And so now yeah, you have, they picked a bad time to try to they don't really have leverage. So he's just like, all right, well, sorry. And I tell you what, Jones has made a lot of money. If he wants to make more, then, yeah, I, you know, just I guess you shouldn't have signed that contract. Yeah. Also, he gets a cut of that pay-per-view. If you sell, then you make a shitload of money. Yeah, I don't think his so fights yeah. sell that well. I'm never Masvidal like dying to like see. Masvidal seems like he sells. 
I don't know, though. Masvidal does when he's fighting somebody good. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a weird, uh, it's a weird time. A lot of these guys are starting to rebel against uh, old Dana White, who's, uh, I think, is he a billionaire yet? He's got to be on his way. Uh, no, I think he's got a couple no? hundred million. He's not like, okay. he's got like, uh, he, he's got Rogan money now. <laughs> <laughs> he's finally caught up it. with it, caught up with his employee. <laughs> Jesus, can you imagine being Rogan now? You have all this money and you're still doing UFCs? No, he's still doing fucking comedy store gigs. Well, I mean, that I get. You need to do your craft, but yeah, calling those fights, I mean, it was. I guess it was never for the money. But like, I would rather just watch the fucking fights. Like, get yeah, get a seat right next to the octagon and do them. You could for his money, you could sit in the octagon probably, <laughs> find a way, or <laughs> give him a chair that's suspended above it. Yeah, look down upon it. Um, guess, or just uh, give him, let him buy his permit, a seat at the commentator's table, and <laughs> not talk. Yeah, just hang out. I guess uh, with the comedy store supposedly coming back next month, I guess in Massachusetts they're doing uh, shows at old drive-in theaters, people sitting inside their cars. How bad would that be? Dude, I got offered to do a fucking gig over Zoom at a comedy club. And I was like, yeah, no, man. No fucking way. Like, what's the point of this? You can't even get a reaction. It's all for a reaction. That's the whole point. They're like, all right, we're in uh comedy's not meant to be done via satellite. No. And, and there, uh, there's all these people on the lineup, and I was like, yeah, dude, I'm not doing this. Like, uh, consider me out until the, the club actually opens and you can actually be in front of people. Because how does your material even work? I can't figure it out. I wouldn't do a drive-in where people are in their cars. You can't see them or hear them. Like, you have, like I feed off the crowd. As do you. Like, I, if, the, if the crowd's not giving me anything, I'm not a fucking robot. No, it's, I don't get it. But I, I don't know. I think a lot of comics just want to get back, so they're like, I'll do whatever. But I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, no. Me. I mean, I, me. I love when comics are like, everybody needs to laugh now more than ever. You're like, no, no, dude. You need, you need the laughter. You need it to fill your soul. If you told me yeah. that, I would appreciate it more. I would be like, yeah, okay, I get it. Like, yeah, you need it. You need people to laugh at you. Like, yes, yeah, so I, I think it's, it is almost the comics need to do it is more than the public's right now need for it. Yeah, don't. And I get it. You need money. But don't lie to me and be like, comedy, we need stand up now more than ever. Yeah, we do. But I mean, you need it more than ever. We well, all yeah, people can all I mean, comics can go, need can, it. When you can go watch The Office to get I mean, it's not like the, the world is void of any laughs anymore. No, there's shit. There's all kinds of comedy. You can watch old specials. You can watch a million different things and laugh. There's a million million comics that people haven't watched. You can watch on YouTube. You can watch on Netflix. Yeah, so it's like you can't say like, oh, wow, without it. I mean, yeah, it's a a unique art form, but you can't say like (laughs) it's needed now. Like, I don't know. Just be honest. When it it comes back. Also, just be honest. Me? I would love to go on stage for me personally. Like, you know what I mean? I would love to get those laughs. That's what I would like. I would enjoy that. Uh, But I'm not going to be like, hey, we got to go fucking, let's fucking kick the doors open now because, you know, and under the guise of like, the world needs laughter. 
Well, and don't portray it like you're doing community service because you're getting paid. You know, it's like it's a gig. It's not like yeah, you. Hey, need I it. go in there to make other people feel good. It's like you're doing it because you one, you like it, and you're getting paid to do it. It's a drug, so don't yeah. say like don't yeah, just say I want the clubs to open because I really want to fucking perform because I need it. Yeah, to fill me up inside. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> fill fill it up deep. Some yeah. people are honest. The other people are like. Really fucking portraying themselves as like uh, goddamn uh, Mother Teresa, Mahatma Gandhi. I uh, went to Trader Joe's the other day. I came home and told Courtney this story, and she was like, "What are you talking about?" So uh, every now, like there used to be long lines there, um, and the Trader Joe's employees were loving the power and doing this like shtick, like a pre-show talk <laughs> about getting in, but. Uh, every now and then, now there's like not a lot of lines, but the other day there was a short line. And so this woman was standing probably like three or four people in front of me. And I saw her stomp her foot like super hard, like eight times in a row, very precisely. And I was like, that's weird. And I was like, maybe her leg fell asleep or she has a condition. I don't know. But then, uh, they have like someone standing there who tells you you can go or not. Yeah. And they said, all right, you can come on. And she... They have, they're like, you can see them. They're cleaning the carts, like, in front of you, like, where they're, where you should take them from. Yeah. But she went to the side area and got, like, ten paper towels and put them on the uh, cart. And the manager guy's like, oh, we cleaned them. And she, like, said something, like, weird. And when she walked away, this a woman who worked there started dying laughing. And so I, so <laughs> I went in the store. The lady, uh, she must have gone in, like, maybe a minute before me. And she had a cart, but I see her bull charging towards me down the aisle, like the opposite way you're supposed to, you know, like it's kind of a flow of, I guess, how you're yeah. supposed to do it these days. And she, without her cart, and she just stops. She does like another eight precise foot stomps and then three <laughs> twirls and leaves the store. And I was like, that lady has the worst OCD. Wow. <laughs> and she left. I don't know what happened to her that she had to leave, but, uh, I was like, that is, it was, it was, I was like, what a stressful way to lead your life to have to do such precise physical motions every so often. Dude, it makes you think, you're like, thank God, because shit could be way fucking worse. You imagine that? Can you imagine living your life like that? I mean, what a fucking nightmare. You go in there, you stop, you make a scene before you even get in there, (laughs) then you do your fucking twirl, then you leave. That's probably (laughs) just before you can go brush your teeth. Courtney was like, were you laughing? And I was like, laugh. I was so baffled. I was like trying to wrap my, like, what did I just see? Like, it's what was that? It's fucking sad, but hilarious. <laughs> I was, but I did tell her, I was like, I'll give you this. She was in good shape because doing, like, it's basically doing aerobics, like, yeah. constantly throughout the day. Like, the movements were, like, aggressive. Like, these, I'm not talking dainty taps. Like, these were, like, stomps and, like, hard twirling. <laughs> it was, uh... It was something to behold. I had never seen anything like it in public. I was Dude, like, that is, that's uh, a, and I think I got it bad because it takes me like 20 minutes to uh, leave the house because I got to make sure all the faucets are off, everything's unplugged, the stove is off. <laughs> this fucking lady no, they, can't even go to Trader Joe's. No, yeah, just seeing it, I was like, you know when you see someone with their a show, someone Tourette's where you're like, that looks painful. Yeah. Like watching it, you're like, that it looks like a painful way to have to live your life. Damn. I don't know if there's medication you can get or she just doesn't take. I don't know. But I was like, 
I don't, she, something must have happened out of her routine that she had to leave. Because she was in there for like, a, like seriously, a minute. And she almost th- like ran me over. I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm surprised, though, they did a thing where like people with OCD are uh, doing all right. Because all this stuff hasn't really uh, bothered me that much. Whereas other people are like, I'm freaking out. And I was like, this is just kind of uh, standard practice for me washing my hands not touching anything yeah you have ocd related to like and i'm sure a lot a lot of it is related to cleanliness and hygiene then yeah like this isn't much different you're like yeah it's just regular uh regular old bullshit unless (laughs) unless you're that lady that lady has debilitating i'm I'm shocked that she can even like go out she's like that lady that used to go to the grocery store we worked at remember with the uh yeah. She had to, what did she drink it out of? She was drinking something she out of a plastic She would drink liquids bag. out of plastic bags yeah. and, uh, and break a hole in it and suck it out like a cow udder out of the bottom. She, she would have people out. pour it in there and then out of a gross, nasty plastic bag, she would suck it out. And then she out. would eat whole cakes just off the, hold the bottom of the cake thing and just eat like, the, I'm, we're ta- I'm talking like a cake for like a family. And she'd take plastic a bite out of it. Everywhere. Plastic bags all over her. She would take a banana, rip both ends off it, and then eat like a, an inch in the middle. And that was it. And then shove the rest in her pussy. <laughs> Remember that we had, there was a driver. Yeah. She lived in her car, saw her like spread eagle, and said it was the hairiest bush she'd ever seen in his life. Yeah, and this wasn't a guy who made up tales. This guy was like a <laughs> or, he was like a thirty-five-year-old man-child. He's like, hello. God, that guy was weird, man. He was like. Uh, if you told me he still believed in Santa, I would believe it. Dude, he was like 6'3", 250 pounds probably. But he was like, I can't believe what's going on around here. <laughs> hey, guys, how are you? He was like a cherubic <laughs> fat man <laughs> who seemed like he had never not experienced anything or done anything in his life. If you, yeah, if you told me that he'd never fucked, I'd be like, yeah, 100%. I believe that. Like, then, though, they had that uh, work-related party, the things we never went to, and they said he was uh, doing Spalding from Caddyshack, drinking leftover drinks off tables like a maniac. That seems about right. But when he, when he told us <laughs> that tale of seeing her bush, wasn't she, like, bent over? She had no underwear on, and he was just, he, I think he so, was, like, yeah. horrified. Ugh. Horrified. He said, like, the, the hair went, like, all the way up her, from her vagina, all the way up her asshole to, like, her back. <laughs> up to her neck oh jesus she, obviously well, the ocd didn't uh didn't go to body grooming dude what do you expect somebody who pours liquids into a plastic bag that cuts a hole in the bottom of the plastic bag drinks out you think that they're going get their asshole bleached and waxed fuck no, no. And you're, you're living in your car as well yeah. like where are you even gonna do it if you wanted to Bizarro. there's somebody out there though who would uh we do a podcast with somebody who may have sex with her may <laughs> may uh, yeah true. yeah what are you saying would. may would definitely this guy <laughs> pushed something back in with his tongue a medical condition pushed back in with his uh. tongue i don't even want to say it because it just makes me sick but uh it, i think uh, there is no question he is uh speaking of which, Beach Cops, we got a live QA coming up this this Saturday. Oh sorry, no. I apologize. <laughs> this will be crash that from the record. Hey guys, we got a live QA coming up this Saturday <laughs> that has already passed. 
Saturday before the podcast. So uh, tune into it. <laughs> yeah, my bad. That's my bad. We had uh, too many yeah, podcasts. Two days ago, we had a live Q and A that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Maybe we'll have another one soon. Tune in. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure we will. It. I got a bird alert. I got a neighborhood bird alert going on. Wait, what, like bird scooters? No, I got real birds. Uh, so there's a, I'm not a bird expert, but it's, I believe, to be either a falcon or a hawk. I don't really know the difference between the two. I'm afraid to admit it. Um, so it's been hanging out on this light pole. Like one of two light poles in a specific area of the walk I go on. And then there's this little piece of shit bird that's like is harassing it. It's like flying at it. Oh, I've seen them. Yeah. It's squawking at it. It's like trying to, but the other one doesn't give a shit. It's like, I'm, I'm, it doesn't phase it. But it's, uh, I've seen it multiple times now where it just sits up on top and this they little love it. bird They're is making these urban, hideous dude. noises. They're urban ones. We had some that were living outside on our uh, in the tree behind our apartment for a while. There was like four of them. And, uh, and what, the little birds are pissed that they're coming into the territory? Do they just is like to the fuck with them. Wait till you see the crows come after them. Crows really just, fuck with them. And they just don't care because they're, like, they're not threatened by it? Uh, I, don't know if I don't know if they fuck with... I mean, they fuck with like rats and mice and squirrels and shit. They don't really fuck with birds. I don't know how many other birds they eat. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure, it's they weird. do eat them, but it's it just seems like the same one every time I walk by. It's just sitting there, like going crazy. Yeah, they're really repopulated uh, now. They're living in these urban settings. My ten-year-old uh, nephew, he's big into bird watching now. He joined a bird watching group, and it's him and a bunch of like people in their late sixties that go around. What? Is it, I hope a parent goes with them. <laughs> uh no, he has a neighbor that like is big into it and he like takes him. And I dude, I was like, but this guy's 18, he's gonna be fucking dating like a 65-year-old woman. <laughs> he may fall in love with a, an elderly woman. Yeah, he loves it. <laughs> like he's big bird watcher. Like From goes a family out. of hunters though. Doesn't your brother hunt birds? Yeah. Does he, he mind he, that? Um I think he try. I think he's taken him hunting a couple times. Yeah, my brother like, has I'd bird rather, dogs. I'd, like, I'd, I'd rather just watch him through the scope than shoot it. I think my brother though is big is a big nature guy. Like he he likes that shit, but he still hunts. Most people that really are real hunters are also real nature people. But that's yeah, I don't, a, I don't know if he's that's, a, that's definitely not a young man's game, especially now. This, no, this day and age, not a young man's game at all. But it's it's interesting to see him with like these. Basically, seventy-year-old people all you're with their binoculars a, taking a look. You're a, you're a birder. Tell me about those birds. You're a real horser. Yeah, who knows, <laughs> man? Does he have a favorite bird? Uh, I don't know. I, didn't, I haven't gotten that deep. I only recently found out about his fascination with. Uh, I'm assuming he's got some binos, right? Some binocs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He loves World War II and uh, bird watching. Jesus, what is this guy? This guy's an old soul. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's like, I'm in the wrong era. I wish I lived if, in the 40s. If you don't uh, believe in reincarnate, reincarnation, then uh, you might want to talk to him. Because this guy, <laughs> he's he going like to start nut. dressing. Like, you ever seen people dress like a period they like, like uh, yeah. 1940s style clothing? He might <laughs> start like, uh, curling his mustache around, <laughs> smearing dirt on his face so he looks like he's lived through the Depression. 
wearing like a, one of those old school golf hats with the ball on the top with plaid <laughs> colors on it. So does he study World War II like on his own outside of school? Oh, it has nothing to do with school. Yeah. Like, so like for, when, he, when, when he goes over that in history, he's going to be like, boring. I know all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like we bought him uh, for his birthday. We found all of these Yank magazines, which sounds like a porno. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is that? They're, uh, they're from World War II. They were like soldier magazines. Like when you got okay. them when you were in the enlisted, they would send you Yank magazine for, you know, Yankee. But uh, we sent him a bunch. He loved them. Like they were true. I think they were from like 43 or something, 1943. Other kids his age are looking at centerfolds. He's reading the Yanker. I don't think anyone's looking at centerfolds. I guess online. <laughs> Other kids his age are like, Watching the most filthy porno alive. This guy's <laughs> yeah. reading about World War II and watching birds. Good, wholesome kid. Hope he stays that way. He's going to be playing marble soon if he keeps going this route. It's so weird to see these kids grow up so much different than, like, myself and my brother and sister. It's crazy. You're like, dude, you guys don't even know. Bird watching <laughs> and reading about World War II? Jesus. Wait, does he have to wake up early to bird watch? Um, I don't know. I don't know when he goes. I know that he goes like on the weekends and stuff, but yeah. Do you pack a lunch? Seems like a long day. Um, I'm sure he probably drinks some Ensure and some prune <laughs> juice, shares some prune juice with some people. He's like, so, uh, Irving, how, how's your, how's the work been? Well, I got a kidney stone. How's school go? Like, what do they talk about? <laughs> <laughs> my, my bunions are killing me and, uh. My wife's been dead for five years. I miss her. He's like, oh, okay. Nice talking to you. Yeah. Wilbur, <laughs> any uh, luck on the transplant? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I'm going to die. It's maybe the last weekend I see you, Sonny. <laughs> he, 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 he go to a lot of funerals. He, he may meet the right guy and just get like a crazy inheritance of some rich guy with no family. That's what I was thinking if he, like, started dating some, like, 70-year-old woman when he was 18. I was like, this chick probably, or this chick, this lady probably has, like, a ton of cash. I told him. I go, dude, you'll be set up, man. You'll be going. When all your friends are, like, fucking getting one hotel room at Daytona Beach, you'll be fucking staying in a villa in the Virgin Islands. Sounds like some of his friends may not be alive when he graduates middle school. <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> dude, they're all going to be rolled in on wheelchairs and stuff. <laughs> He's like, hey, mom and dad, I'm going to have some friends over, but you need to build a wheelchair ramp <laughs> so they can get inside. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine that? Um, hey, mom, I have some friends coming over. Can you make us some snacks and make sure that it's really soft food? Because a lot of these guys can't handle hard food because of their dentures. <laughs> Don't embarrass me in front of the guy. <laughs> playing <laughs> poker with like 80 year old men <laughs> uh mom can you turn you may, that off he may be we, in the he may be in the sauna soon with these old guys oh just bitching about life and stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just naked he's like in shorts he's like these damn kids don't fucking get what's going on here and back in my Not day you. you're different you're different but the rest of your peers can shut the fuck up yeah, I, it's going to be interesting to see what sort of road this leads down. He may like, be going. Uh, to, he may be taking a woman from an old home to his prom. <laughs> 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 I love her. You can't stop us from going to the prom. 
Oh, my God. Mom, mom, Dad, I'm moving in with my girlfriend. She lives in a house way bigger than this one. <laughs> it's all paid off. All her meals are taken care of. She has uh, hundreds of roommates. He bet he, he, some of his friends may die of COVID. He's got to be careful. Yeah. Hanging out, hanging out with big, these old folks. The number one killer of his friends is COVID-19. <laughs> He's like, what happened to Bob? Oh, he died two weeks ago, man. Yeah, it's a. You can imagine that you're like uh, meet meet his family where the son could could is older than your dad. <laughs> uh, very in- very interesting hobby. I commend him for stepping outside of the box. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't give a shit. He's and it's different times now though with these kids. Like kids are so accepting of what you're. They're they're too polite. They're too polite to each other. No, you can't. I mean, I've uh, wasn't run as easy saying like you're not allowed to say the word fat in school. Yeah, which like back in art, that was like <laughs> the least. It's like not that big of an insult. Well, there was about three other f words that uh, were being hurled yeah. around at all times. E- yeah, yeah. Now I think the kids are being trained to be tolerant of almost anything. I think all the obscure shit that you're doing, kids are like, that's so cool, man. Maybe we should all learn about World War II. <laughs> I think that's kind of the mentality. Reminds me of uh, young Zach Roloff wearing the Civil War hat around as a young man. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Roloffs. He was a big uh, Civil, Civil War buff, and we thought he was a dork back then. I wonder if there was like a little people uh, unit that he, <laughs> he really admired. It's like the Tuskegee oh. Airmen, but it was all little people in the Civil War. Oh, my God. Dude, do you think, I mean, is, there's no way there was little people in the Civil War, right? There had to be at least one. But you think they would, no? then, I mean, the Roloffs would have definitely brought it, brought them up, right? You imagine going, you're like, I don't know, you're out somewhere, and you just see a little person, all little person Civil War reenactment, how crazy that would be. Oh, that'd be the cutest thing ever. <laughs> You're like, oh my god! Look at these guys. That'd yeah, be bizarre. I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't think. Man, I, just, I think kids are super open with other kids, and they get zero judgment, which is well, probably pretty too. nice. But also, kids come out of the closet at like fourth grade. Some of them. Yeah, it's a yeah, they different want, time. They want to take. Time. They want to like take uh, drugs to make their. Uh, Wieners fall off or wieners grow? Yeah, my mom, when she, when she was still teaching, had a, a transgender kid. I, think, I want to say in, like, second or third grade. They had to make an announcement, like, I, think, I don't know if it was a boy. To, like, she can use the bathroom. Like, whatever. Like, I had to go through the whole uh, list, which is for teachers. Like, if you're, you know, there are teachers who are old, like, in their late 60s. They're like, what? I don't, this is all new to me. Yeah. Know Would you want to be a here. kid now or you want to be a kid I mean, there's, it's there's hard pros to go and cons. Against, it's hard to go, you know, it's hard to pick against what you experience because you're like, I don't really know what it's like now. But, um, yeah, there's, like, some things that are good, but there are also some things that are bad where, like, back then, if, you know, if kids would make funny, then you, that, that those guys would go on to become super successful. <laughs> they wanted to, A, prove people wrong, and, two, they're like, all right, I'm not good at the things they're making fun of me about. I'm going to go do the things I'm good at and what I like. Do you think this increases your chances of getting laid? Oh, for sure. You do? You think that now, like, everybody's been so brainwashed 
to be so supportive of everybody that even like now women are like, well, I can't say no to this. Well, not even that. I just think they don't see people. I don't know if there's as many. Eh, it's still high school. It's probably still clicks, but I don't know if it's as divided, you know, like you, the hot chick is like, oh, I'm friends with the guy who loves bird watching in World War II. You know, like, yeah, I don't know. Isn't is it is physical attraction gone out the window or is physical attraction evolved into be other things? I think both. I mean, obviously, I think you still have, you know, dudes and women, young women who are like we were or like it was back then, you know? Yeah. Like, the, like the, the people who play football, you know, whatever. Uh, the guy who plays sports and, you know, the, st- the stereotypical stuff. But I think a lot of it, though, is change, has changed. Yeah, I don't think they've got – like, we're not dinosaurs yet, but uh, – No. There is, like, a new – like, kids that are born now, it, it will fully – they would have – they will have flushed all of that out, I think. Flushed it down the toilet. All the – I think now – I think either that or people buck back so hard that it reverts back to a way worse system. I mean, these kids, though, are also, like, being exposed to drugs and shit that wasn't around when we were, you know, like, problems that, like, we didn't really face in terms uh, of opioids. Like what? And op- I mean, we always, I mean, heroin ravaged our school. People are doing acid, yeah. smoking weed, not as strong as the shit. That, dude, I smoked some, I haven't smoked weed in a while. I took a hit the other night. Dude, it destroyed me. I was nauseous. I thought I was going to throw up. This is for 24 hours this lasted. Jesus. I looked it up, and I guess it's like a a thing where the weed's gotten really powerful and people that smoke too much, which I I don't smoke it regularly, but I guess I just smoked enough that night where your body has a reaction that can last 24 to 48 hours. And uh, some people go to the hospital for it, get hooked up IVs because they get dehydrated from all the puking. I thought I was going to throw up for like t- solid 24 hours. I was on the verge of puking. I had to lay down. I was like, I'm done. I can't smoke this shit. It's too you strong. Need to go, you need to go watch some birds calm down a little bit. I know. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I might just stand under the light pole in uh, this area that I know and watch this fucking big bird get harassed by small birds all day. It's good uh, entertainment. I think my say, body is just like, uh, my body's getting weak. I can barely drink anymore because I, I never have any sugar. I pretty much just eat uh, like meat and vegetables and I don't really eat anything else. So I don't know what the fuck. I think my body is like rejecting everything that's oh, uh, not super healthy. It's turning on switch. me. You just switch to something else, some sort, maybe DMT or ayahuasca. Yeah, I think a DMT is probably a safe thing to do on a on a regular basis. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Dewitt so. was listening to uh, music that makes you have he's a DMT to, related trip. He's trying to get an audio DMT trip. <laughs> it's not gonna didn't, didn't didn't work out for him. <laughs> He just ended up huffing and puffing for uh, however many minutes and nothing Ugh, happened. Very strange. Speaking, you want to go on a crazy trip. Kyle sent me this. bunch of people sent it, but Kyle, uh, he was ahead of the pack. This is the Guardian. This is quite, uh, quite the adventure here. So this is in Spain. Spanish police arrested three people 
including a well-known porn actor, uh, male, what? in connection with the death of a photographer who's thought to have died after inhaling toad venom during a shamanic ceremony. <laughs> what? Oh, do you toad wanna, you wanna, venom? You want to take a hit of this toad venom? Fuck yeah, man. Pass it over. Uh, so uh, we're having a shamanic uh, ceremony. Here's some toad <laughs> okay. venom. Are we, nope. uh, we going to be six feet apart or, uh, you know, five, four, somewhere in there? But we're smoking toad venom, so who cares? Who the fuck? How do you get your hands on toad venom? Uh, you're talking about Spain? Toad venom is everywhere. I go to this great S&M bar. You can get it right at the bar. Unbelievable. Uh, you sound like a fucking idiot right now, O'Neal, because toad venom's easily gotten on the streets. You've never smoked that TV. Unbelievable. Great high. <laughs> Pure. TV. <laughs> Uh, let's let's go get uh, some TV. I was like, what television? Toad venom, you moron! You ever had toad venom? Unbelievable. <laughs> he would do. It. He would. If someone's like, you want some toad venom? I, I can't say no. How can you say no to that, dude? Has something ever been put in his hand that he hasn't? Has, he's never even questioned something that someone's put in his hand. He just throws it down the pipe. People he doesn't know. It could be a, an enemy. He has no idea who these people are. Or <laughs> somebody, what? Who is it going to be? The, rips the mask off, and it's uh, Kobe Bryant's wife. And she's like, I got or, you. Or, you know, it's from his uh, Amazing Racist. He, he's got some enemies out there. Dude, People yeah. Like Talk about a guy who's... <laughs> this is the wrong <laughs> time period to be alive right now if you're Ari. <laughs> he's got some <laughs> shit going down. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man. Uh, I forgot about the, the Amazing Racist. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> The uh, the fatal ceremony took place uh, in July of last year. Allegedly involved the Spanish porn actor Nacho Vidal. I love his great work. fucking name, by the way, Nacho, Nacho. Vidal. <laughs> he shoots Nacho cheese out of his dick. Yeah, uh, you him. just got Nacho in the face. My name is Nacho Nacho Vidal. Uh, results in the death of a fashion photographer, Jose Luis Abad. Uh, in a statement, the police force said that two men and a woman aged from 37 to 50. That's, that's a broad. <laughs> Wait, age. what? They a, a, one woman at her age was 37 to 50? It said two men and a woman, all aged 37 oh. to 50. Okay. Had been arrested on suspicion of involuntary manslaughter and violating public health laws. So they, uh, they began investigating after the death of a person during a mystic ritual involving the inhalation of vapor from the venom of uh, the Bufo alvarius toe. That's, I think, the Latin name. It says, at the conclusion of an 11-month investigation, what took so long? We've been able to establish that an off offense of involuntary manslaughter and a public health offense had occurred allegedly committed by those who organized and presided over the ritual. Uh, it also warned that the alleged ritual was consistently more dangerous than people might think. <laughs> what does that, or considerably, what does that mean? They killed somebody. So yeah. it's going to be more dangerous than that. <laughs> it's more dangerous than death. <laughs> you think it was bad? You have no fucking idea what yeah. happened in there. Guess what? It sends you to an afterlife. What is this, Triple E? Fucking sends <laughs> you to the fucking afterlife, bro. And it's fucking crazy <laughs> shit going on. You want to fucking talk to aliens, bro? You hit that fucking toad venom, you end up on a different planet for four fucking years, man. Uh, they say this was a commonly practiced activity carried out for therapeutic or medicinal ends, but which posed a serious threat to public health despite being dressed up as what appeared to be an apparently inoffensive ancestral ritual. 
Oh, you know what? I actually I went to the doctor once and he prescribed me some toad venom. He's like, like Go down look, dude, to your local my shaman. My grandparents did this. My great grandparents were doing this. Don't be a pussy. Take a hit off the toad venom pipe and see what happens. Yeah, keep an uh, open mind. Dude, DeWitt would love some. I'm doing toad venom with another couple. <laughs> toad venom. Going to a toad venom party next week. <laughs> I'm going to a all. I'm going to a nudist toad venom convention. I'm a toad venom tourist. I go hit it in South America. Uh, statement added: The ceremony involved. Speaking of DeWitt, highly suggestible people who are especially vulnerable and <laughs> <for> seeking alternative. <laughs> They were seeking alternative ways to cure certain ailments or addictions. They're like, hey, man, you want to kick that cocaine? Hit this venom. You'll have a whole new problem. Yeah, you'll start getting hooked on this shit, which is way harder to find. I wonder if there's a uh, toad venom cartel. (laughs) It's uh, in Spain, apparently. Uh, Vidal's lawyer, Daniel Salvador. (laughs) Vidal's lawyer, Vidal Sassoon. (laughs) <laughs> uh, said the death was sad but accidental and denied suggestions that his client had acted as a shaman. Imagine if your shaman's a porn star. <laughs> You're like, what else do you do? Well, Dude, on the side, I, uh, I fuck people on camera, but I also am a shaman. Can you imagine representing this guy? My client, Nacho, is not <laughs> guilty. He is Nacho guilty party. Yeah, He's just what you think, Nacho. <laughs> He Nacho do it. <laughs> what uh? What's his business card say? Does it say porn porn star slash shaman? Yeah, I think you probably lead with the shaman and with the porn star. <laughs> I think it says like shaman adult entertainer. <laughs> uh, the lawyer told the Spanish news agency Nacho is very upset by the death of this person. <laughs> he wanted this person. But he considers, considers himself to be innocent. With all due respect to the dead man and his family, Nacho maintains that the consumption of the venom was completely voluntary. Oh, well, I guess don't, scream, don't, don't cry over spilled nachos. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, you talking about trash can nachos? Pass the toad venom. I'm here with my buddy, Nacho Vidal. He's a shaman, <laughs> but also makes some killer nachos. He makes the best meatball subs sprinkled with toad venom. We're going to trip. Hunter's taking his first dose. Drivers, or drive-ins, diners, and dongs. We're here with Nacho Vidal in Spain. We're going to take some toad venom. Drivers, dine-ins, and drug dealers. This one's a drug dealer. (laughs) Hey, Nacho, that's my line. (laughs) This is killer toad venom. Give me a fist pal. He's <laughs> all fucked up on drugs. Dude, Guy Fieri just goes on a fucking... He just does drugs now. <laughs> He's just sweaty and fat. Grease is coming out of his pores. That's some That's good nice. heroin. <laughs> Man. <laughs> uh, good news, I think. I, I don't... Yeah, good news for North Americans. Uh, this frog, the toad... Also known as the Sonoran Desert Toad or the Colorado River Toad, one of the largest such animals found in North America. So you can go get this if you're seeking it out. Wait, did you say, wait, this toad's one of the largest animals in North America? It says the largest such animals. I oh, mean, the of, of like toads, the frogs. Okay. The venomous toads. Look, I, I caught one once. It was a six foot two, uh, 400 pounds. I'm doing shows in Colorado. I'm, I got to hit the rivers. My, uh, ven- my toad venom's low. 
if anybody wants to come before the show, uh, I'm going to go uh, toad hunting and uh, I'm bringing a bunch back to me, to New York. Fit. Anyone wants to give me uh, toad handshakes? Uh, they're accepted. Uh, I'm, hiding, <laughs> I'm hiding toads at the local mall. If uh, you want to you do it, you want to find them? He, he's flying at the airport with a terrarium with like 13 toads in it. <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> no big deal. Just don't lick them. Fuck you. Don't touch it. Get your hands out of there, you piece of shit. Come on, Nacho. Let's go. <laughs> he knows uh, him. I know Nacho. Good guy. Not a huge cock. Great work. Uh, the toad possesses a very powerful toxin that it uses to defend itself against predators that are smoking. And uh, it's got a psychedelic substance known as 5-MeO-DMT, which Uh-oh. researchers have studied as possible treatment for depression and anxiety. So I think Nacho's like, hey, man, don't go to your shrink. I got what you need. Yeah, he's Come like, on over. I'm going to have a long day, a long gangbang right before <laughs> we do this, but I'll be able to do the ceremony. And then uh, next thing you know, a guy dies. Yeah, we'll watch some of my work on DVD. Then uh, we'll trip our balls off on uh, toad venom. I'm a shaman. I'm, it's all cool. Is there a school Does you this... have to go to to be a shaman? Uh, I don't know if there is. Does this hurt your Yelp review? Like in terms of being a shot when a guy dies on your watch. Does this, is this like, uh, you know, when uh, people are buying like heroin and shit and then they find out that like a batch made a bunch of people OD and then that makes the sales go through the roof because the real hardcore junkies are like, this shit's for real. Like finally I can get really fucking high. Do you think that yeah, works with be. the toad venom where this guy, they're like, oh, I this mean, guy's got the good shit. I'm flying to Spain. It's my next trip. I need, to, uh, I need to see Nacho. <laughs> Nacho. <laughs> Do you want to open for me? Uh, I, I'm just going to tell you that I got to meet up with Nacho at some point. <laughs> <laughs> would, would Ari smoke toad venom? I think yes. A hundred percent. Dude, I think Ari has smoked toad venom. <laughs> toad has Ari venom. ever met a toad venom that he didn't like? <laughs> oh, this is uh, Bubba Kush, toad venom. Unbelievable. Okay, well, they have like venom if you kill my yeah. mother. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, let's get kind of weird. Like we fucked like <laughs> twice, and every time you've uh, wanted me to kill somebody afterwards. Uh, is that like a thing? So what? Just do it. I'll get the tone venom. Uh, okay, because I mean, you're the only uh, adult of age woman that looks like she's twelve that I could fuck <laughs> right now. So. Uh, uh, I gotta tell you something, guards. I saw a man put toad venom in the ice machine. They're trying to poison us. <laughs> so, uh, I'm in here for some, uh, drug possession crimes that happened. So, uh, I'm, I'm, go- I'm just going to tell you now that I'm going to use the ice, whatever I want. What is, is it in a vial? Like, what do you carry toad venom around in? Oh, well, it's good because I studied toad venom in school. So I can tell you all about it. I have do no idea. Just- do I think you, you just you squeeze to, the toad. Do you, you, you scare have to milk it? it? Ren is easy. No, I think you. Uh, he milks the toad. <laughs> ah, guess Trace. She, she can. She'll milk it here. Ari, uh, you gotta milk it better. You're barely getting anything in the fucking pipe. Well, they use it as a defense, <laughs> so they must only do it when they're scared. So I think you have to put it in a dark room, and then you hide somewhere. <laughs> and then when it comes by you, you jump out and scare it. <laughs> that sounds about right. It probably pisses, and then you have to catch it. You have uh, to bring in. You have to bring in large predators around it. You basically have to suck these things' dicks for like twenty minutes. 
wait, did somebody say predator? Oh, I've never done drugs, but I'll hit that venom. Be cool. <laughs> now I watch the original Predator, so I'm going backwards. <laughs> did, did you call Earl to do some lines after no, for three but I hours was like, straight? It is a great movie. <laughs> Worthy of quoting for the rest of your life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Until people hate you because of it. Hey, not getting booked anymore. You know what Jim Hopper always says? He did a tweet uh, that he was walking down the street in uh, in his area, uh, I think by Sweet Cheeks or whatever the hell it's called, at night. And uh, this is when the uh, protests were going heavier here, or you were a little crazier. And he said... Uh, Saw a National Guardsman driving down, walking the dog with uh, my fiance, and they waved at me, and I started crying. They were just looking for a, uh, you know, a smiling face. <laughs> he started crying. <laughs> he started crying. <laughs> Earl, he maybe, maybe Earl, <laughs> the guy waved at him. Yeah, he like he's like they maybe he scared, knew him. Man. Maybe he's like, oh, there's big Earl. <laughs> <laughs> he said he, they looked scared. He felt that like they he, he was sad for the other side as well. <laughs> hey man, cries over that. Here's a coupon for uh, sweet cheeks. <laughs> it's on me. <laughs> Who cries? You know how big a tear would look coming through those glasses. <laughs> you like, mean Jesus. the magnification of them? <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh my god, it's a tsunami. Um, oh, it's just a tear. Sorry, he. The weird thing is Earl looks like one of those uh, kids that has that disease where you age, but, you know, you still, like, you look like you're 80, but you dress like you're 15. <laughs> he looks like he's like 50, but he dresses like he's an 18-year-old. You guys crying on the streets. Fucking weirdo. He's, uh, was, and then, uh, bas- then I pulled down my pants and ripped a fart in his face. <laughs> Thought that I might cheer him up. Lit it on fire. Uh, <laughs> he, he he did get a little weird when I told him I was in Jim Hopper's unit. <laughs> I recognized him from Hopper's unit. <laughs> I recognized him when I was sucking Hopper's unit. <laughs> uh, let's end with this. This is from Schmelvin Moyville, the uh, the scientist. Oh, he listens to Beach yeah. Cops. <laughs> Doctor Schmelvin Moyville. Always good to hear from Mr. Or excuse me, Doctor Moyville. This is uh, CNBC. So, uh, dude named George Hood. Speaking of Guinness Book of World Records, he went for the planking record back in February. How long do you think he uh, he had to go to get the record? Uh, five hours. He went, he went five over hours. Eight, over eight hours. Because I think wasn't the old record five hours. I don't know. This guy went over eight hours. I saw that plank. Isn't that crazy, dude? He's sixty eight fucking hours. I want to say he's sixty-two years old. How is it even possible? How is he built? He's jacked. He said the soreness is very deep. The body has to heal from the inside out. So I mean, like taking a shit must be excruciating the next dude, day. Do you know how much? Not just core strength, but the fucking mental toughness. Dude, this, you must be... I bet you could shoot this guy in the stomach and a bullet wouldn't even get through those abs. <laughs> Let's try it. 
He uh, he went eight hours, fifteen minutes, and fifteen seconds. And uh, previous record held by forty-five-year-old Mao Wegdong of China. He held it for eight hours, one minute. So he be you know, he, he didn't beat it by much. Holy shit! Yeah, this yeah, guy's sixty-two, ex-marine. God damn, dude! Imagine how your elbows would hurt eight fucking hours, dude. I do two minutes, and I'm like fucking dead. Sitting on your knees for eight hours would be terribly painful. And that's, you know, that has nothing to do with your abs. That's just your knees. It, it's, it's unimaginable to me how that's humanly possible. And what if he, how, he's not pissing, not taking a shit, like nothing. He's just sitting there. Do they allow a break like every hour or something for like five minutes or something to take I don't a know. shit? I, I think it, no, I think it's a full, full God time. damn. That's he's, impressive. Uh, well, Ex-Marine, also ex-DEA agent. Oh, oh! Also, he's uh, four foot one, <laughs> and he smokes toad venom all the time. That's I would key. like, I would like to know how, how tall he is. It says, uh, I don't know if it says his height. It says he's been exercising since completing the core uh, training program in his twenties, but says he's now in the best shape of his life at sixty-two. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! It would take you like forty <laughs> years to get that kind of core strength. Yeah, that's crazy. That's Hood, uh, this, unbelievable. This now a, he's now a two-time planking world record holder. He had a, a bad start when he got into competitive planking 10 years ago. He said, when I first tried to do it, I went five minutes. This guy's come a long way in 10 years. Dude, five that minutes is to eight hours. Unbelievable. Five minutes <laughs> to eight hours plus. God. Talk about improvement. Only in 10 years. Dude, dude, I like how he started when he was 52 years old. He's like, you know what I want to do? I want to start breaking world records in fitness. Dude, go sit for eight hours. Go do anything for eight hours. Yeah. I mean, you'll I get tired to. of doing anything for eight hours. I fuck for eight hours all the time, but I Jesus. It. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a full-time job. <laughs> he said after that he began planking every day for six months and eventually had his first Guinness Book World Record in 2011 with a plank that lasted uh, one hour, 20 minutes. How far we've come in the planking world since 2011 from one hour to eight hours. Dude, who's the motherfucker that was like, fuck an hour, 20? Let's go eight. And obviously, I don't know. People are just like pushing it harder. He did it in, in six months. He did it. He went for five uh, minutes. This guy's a maniac, like a total fucking yeah. maniac. Yeah, I think he's in the gym for hours. I said for the 2020 challenge, he's uh, Hood, who's mostly retired, but he has some fitness clients. They must be a trainer, obviously. Trained seven hours a day for about 18 months to build stamina and physical and mental strength to lead to the event. Seven dude. hours a day for 18 months? Dude, this dude must have been one hell of a fucking soldier the mental toughness on this motherfucker unbelievable seven hours a day what the hell could you even do for that long you fucking play that's, longer than, a, that's longer than a school day the guy's seven that's a full-time job do you really gotta love planking to dedicate that kind of time jesus he, this, he talk about ripping a cock out. he could destroy a pussy by fucking with the power the thrust generating Oh, yeah. Yeah. From that core? 
Yeah. He could, if someone's giving him a BJ and he starts doing a slight thrust, he could, the dick could go through the back of the head. Dude, the torque that he can throw into those hips with that core strength, unbelievable. You could tear right through a vagina. You could he's tear been through. From, <laughs> he's been banned from glory holes. He's broken too many of them. Yeah, two hundred one thrust, he just shatters it. He's like the Kool-Aid man. His fucking dick is the Kool-Aid man. They're like, we're tired of picking up the pieces after you, man. Enough's enough. God. <laughs> I'm impressed. Uh, I am. In, uh, that's one of the most impressive records I've ever heard. It's a lot of them. You're like, that sounds stupid. And if you dedicated time to it, you maybe you'd probably be able to do it. But this one's just like, I, I don't think I'd come in. I don't think I'd be playing for fucking 10 minutes. Dude, I plank. I still can't, I can't get past like two and a half minutes. <laughs> it kills my back for one. I can, eight hours? Eight, eight hours. Un, unfathomable. Dis, uh, despite the physical pain of planking for that long, he says the hardest part is conquering the feat of the mental challenge. So for six months leading up to it, he worked with a mindset coach named Renee Col- Cobley. Uh, he said there are times you get self-doubt, you get bored, you wonder if it's worth anything. She taught me to believe in myself no matter what. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, I, I'm going to say this guy had a pretty good, strong self-belief going in. But, uh, yeah, I, I she, guess she, she unlocked something. Uh, she says, cleaning up people's mindset is a must, as every human invents themselves through a figment of their imagination and their thinking. So I think she teaches you, like, yeah, it's bullshit. You could do it. I need to talk to this lady. How much did this lady charges? Jesus Christ. <laughs> she's getting people to eight-hour plank. This mother, this, she's probably $1,000 an hour. During training, Hood, who's uh, Chicago-based, would call Cobley, who's based in Australia, after long practice planks. For an hour and two, they would discuss his thoughts and any barriers he ran into while doing it. For example, he often struggled with thoughts of quitting as the pain from planking intensified. She must be like, yeah, piece of shit. Get back down, man. <laughs> what are you? What are you, a wanker? Come on. Yeah, pu- yeah, pussy. Four hours. Yeah, yeah. You thinking about quitting? Yeah, you fucking, you fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one technique she used with him uh, in training and during the competition is a picture of her. Like, <laughs> it looks to be yelling in his face. I don't know if she is or not. During the competition, was having him visualize that he was a tree, and that his roots ran deep through the earth. <laughs> oh. Well, that's interesting. She said a tree has deep roots that can outlast almost any condition, ferocious storms, extreme heat and cold, and the sheer brutality of life and its obstacles. Guy planted himself. Dude, what if they cut him? He's like, you can't get me out of here. I'm a fucking tree. <laughs> they had to cut him in half with an axe to get him off that the shit, position. That shit might work. There's those. I mean, um, worked for him. Those Burns brothers, those MMA guys, they've been going to some uh, psychologist. And they said it like fucking changed their whole fighting game. I could see that. I could, if somebody could instill I mean, in you that you like visualize yourself as like a warrior, like some sort of ancient warrior, I could see that benefiting you quite a bit. I mean, it's in these two activities are very mental, where you know your mind can be yes. You. So like you need for sure if you're out of whack, you're not going to be doing it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. It, it's a lot of mental game to that shit. Hood said the visualization helped him distract from his own thoughts, even as his elbows began to bleed four hours into the record breaking plank. Four hours into this motherfucker, they start bleeding. This guy is like only halfway through. (laughs) How do you not slip on the blood? I'm sure they put, you know, I'm sure he lifts an elbow up. They probably put fucking pads down. 
He said it also helps him to dis- disassoci- dissociate any awareness of time, which he says is a key, which his uh, trainer says is a key in a time competition. Dude, this motherfucker's he- time traveling. So he has no concept of time when he's doing Which, I mean, if you start sweating the time, you're like, it's only been two hours, I'm dying. Dude, this so guy gotta, like, definitely got into some deep, deep meditation shit. I mean, there's a reason it took him 10 years. Dude, it would take you 10 years of just trying to master your mind to get to this level. It would take 10 years just to master your mind. So it says uh, for the physical portion of the training, he was doing four to five hours a day solely pl- for the planking. And to build the stamina, it's done in three sets or less a day meaning that he planked for an hour or two at a time and then took a short break to give his body rest. An hour? Jesus. <laughs> Dude, he the said, training I had a th- would be the worst. He said, I had a th- this guy must have no life outside of this, by the way. He said, I yeah, had a 30 Think hour- of all that planking pussy he's getting. <laughs> In the planking world, he's getting dick sucked every day. He said, I had a 30-hour planking goal to make each week. So he's doing 30 hours planking. Wow. He said every day he also did at least 700 push-ups, 2,000 crunches, 500 toe squats, and about 500 bicep curls uh, using a resistance band. Okay, this guy's like next fucking level. This guy's next level. This guy's like the .001%. This guy's doing 700 push-ups in a day. They call this guy the anti-heights. <laughs> He's the exact opposite. He hundred percent. Like this guy is the this is the this is the yin and the yang. <laughs> he said, then of course my cardio, which is a minimum of 30 minutes on a treadmill per day. How's this guy? He's 62. How not sore at all? Dude, doing that must destroy your joints. Just doing 700 push-ups a day. Doing 700 push-ups and then taking a day off and then doing 700 push-ups again could fuck up. Your, your nerves and everything. This guy's 62. He's not 20. This is insane. Uh, also, I mean, this guy is obviously some sort of physical specimen on top yeah, like of it, ge- genetically. Genetic, yeah, genetic freak. He's a 55-inch dick. <laughs> is that true? What does he <laughs> coil it up? And the- <laughs> he said that that's what helps support him in the plank. He gets a boner and a kickstand. Oh, what if they couldn't see it? He just what if he find out that he did have like some device that like came down and propped him up? <laughs> I'd be like, good for him. During the eight hour plus competition plank, he says he burned four thousand two hundred and fifty two calories according to his heart rate monitor. Oh. Jesus. He uh, um, that day he had only a half godly. cup of oatmeal, one egg, and lots of water. Four hours before the event, so he didn't need to use the bathroom while planking. And during training, his diet was also a balance of carbs and proteins. Dude, I hope there were spectators there because there's nothing more exciting than <laughs> watching hours. a guy plank for eight <laughs> fucking hours. They have a comic, dude. Like, you know, he's talking to the crowd the whole time. Come on, guys. Let's hear it for him. Give him yeah, some applause. Dude, that would fuck you up. What if he said something funny and you started laughing? <laughs> yeah. Or like a hot woman did something, he got, you know, and he got his mind got out of what he was doing. Dude, after this competition, he probably was just watching like really depressing movies. Because if you watched any comedies, how sore your fucking abs are, you would you'd be you'd be crying in pain. He, uh, this guy made an in in uh, inside planking joke. He said, "I'm not vegan, so there, but I do eat healthy," referring to his friend and female 
Guinness world record holder for planking, Dana Glowaka, who's vegan. She's Canadian. She broke the record in May after planking for four hours, 19 minutes. What a difference between the men and the women. No, dude, they're equal. Yeah, not when it's planking, though. Dude, they're equal. Uh, he also, he also <laughs> says they're equal, dude. <laughs> Clearly, they're physically yeah. equal. He says he found some success boosting his energy in recent years by adding some superfoods, including uh, spirulina and moringa to his diet. What? This sounds like witchcraft food. <laughs> and toad venom, anally. Spirulina is a blue-green algae. It's uh, high in nutritional content and richer source of protein than most veggies. No research has been done on its impact on energy levels. The moringa plant contains lots of vitamins, minerals, and proteins when dried. Uh, X is an antioxidant, according to studies, but more research needs to be done on that as well. Dude, this guy has inspired me to get mentally (laughs) tough. You going to go for the record? No, I just got to get more mentally tough, man. This motherfucker. (laughs) Dude, you could drop this guy anywhere, and he's going to fucking survive. Imagine this guy in the apocalypse, former DEA and Marine officer, and he can do all this physically. This guy is like the ultimate weapon. Yeah. He, I mean. At his age, too. Imagine this guy, like, he must date, like, 18-year-olds. No one could keep up with him. 62. I could see, I can see, though, why it took him to 62 to do this. Like, you really need, you, he's been working on his mind forever. It would take you that many years to figure out how to fucking overcome your your mind. We also needed to retire. He had all the time to do this all week. Yeah, it's a full-time job. You have a job. You can't do this shit. This isn't a young man's game. You're working. You don't get paid for a world record. I don't know. Didn't say. Well, think of all that planking uh, ad revenue you're going to bring in. All those sponsors. (laughs) All those planking sponsors. Yeah, he's on Wheaties. (laughs) Like, who's this old leathery man on my Wheaties box? Wow. Uh, Even he splurges. After the uh, world record, he he said he treated himself to some pizza at a local pizzeria. He said, it was hard to lift my arms to eat, but I managed. Jesus, you know how sore you must be? This guy went out. This guy went went out, man. (laughs) He went out afterwards. I can't. It's unfucking believable. It really is. He fucked four women that night. (laughs) They they all had to be on top, and he just dead fished it. He just he didn't move at all. (laughs) He's like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. Dude, can you imagine if somebody walked up and punched him in the stomach? Oh, you? I think he would kill him. He just. I mean, I I think he would probably fall to the ground. I mean, they must be in so much pain. Uh, what's he going to do next? Is he going to rest? Fuck that. He's going for the most push-ups in an hour. How many is that? Currently held by Carlton Williams from Australia, who at 52, all these old men are breaking these fucking records, did 2,682 push-ups in 2017. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Almost 2,700 Dude. push-ups in an hour. 2,700 in an hour. One fucking hour. How many seconds are in a fucking... Hold on. Let me look at the math on this. It's just 60 to 60. Yeah. I mean, how many seconds? Oh, seconds. Yeah. Yeah, times... 3,600 seconds in an hour... So, oh, so you're going to divide the t- 2682? 
Well, I'm just saying you you're gonna have to do about one every like second and a quarter. An hour straight. I mean, you're throwing them down. Do sixty in a minute. Try that. You fucking die. And then, yeah, that's insane. Two thousand six hundred eighty-two. So for one hour straight, you Imagine are. Imagine doing that in a week, doing that many push-ups in one week. How long no, that would be? I can't. I can't. But so you are throwing up push-ups. I mean, you're basically doing a push-up every second for oh, an hour. Jesus. <laughs> I hope he gets it. We need to bring. We need to bring that record back to the USA, baby. <laughs> How do people's muscles even? I guess you adjust to it. Like, I mean, when you start training for this, your body must just fucking hate you. It, must, it just must be nothing but pain. If this woman's not in the uh, mental health game of, like, pro sports and fighting, she should be. Something tells me this guy didn't just fucking look her up on Craigslist, Australia. This, I uh, like this, this guy's pride. Known. This guy's pride in getting a world record is, like, I'm pulling out every stop I have. This guy wants it bad. Dude, do you remember when GSP lost to, uh, what's his face? Like Sarah. Sarah. And then he, he was, like, reluctant to say that he got a sports psychologist because he didn't want to get made fun of. And some people did. But now, it's like, if you're not getting a sports psychologist, then you're fucking, you're an idiot because you're missing out. A lot of teams, employ, like NBA, they employ them just because so many guys, like uh, Major League Baseball guys get... You know, like, there are guys yeah. who can't throw, like, in Major League. We're like, I can't throw it back to the pitcher anymore as a catcher. Like, it's in my head. I can't do it. But MMA, since, it, you know, it's so macho, you know, people used to be like, oh, he's, what, a, what a fucking loser. But now people are actively coming out and being like, dude, you should do this. Like, this shit's a game changer. When, like, visualize, you know, a lot of those guys are like, I like to visualize how the fight's going to go, you know, to, like, get that plan yeah. cemented in there. Where it's, I mean, there's so many men- mentally. Their guy, Conor McGregor's quit fights where he's just like, I can't, I'm not done, I'm out, I can't do it. I mean, there's a yes, there, for, for all those guys that train, there's also the times where it's just like, yeah, I'm not, you're not, I'm not pulling this one out. Yeah. A lot this of guys should have get to in it. I'd like to see this guy train MMA. <laughs> what if he was unbelievable? I mean, because he could plank for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> this guy could do I anything. I mean, this guy's, I'm he sure can do anything tough. he sets his mind to. He's definitely fucking tough. I mean, I don't know if he's going to go in there and, like, just because he knows how to plank, I don't know if he's going to go in there. I'm sure you, I'm sure this is the kind of guy that, like, you know, John Jones could probably whip this guy, but he would never, this guy would never stop coming after him. <laughs> this guy's friends with Seagal. He might be. All right. I, let's... Could break, I could break the record if I wanted, but I don't really feel like it. Uh,. Oh, dude, he would be the easiest plank of all. He just rests on that gut. I did 47 Tips. hours. I just ate birthday cakes all all day and all night. Just they planking. show a picture of this guy. He's he's shirtless. He goes topless to plank for the eight Is hours. Is he shredded? Yeah, he's fucking ripped. Damn. Well, all right. Good for well. him. Let's wrap this shit up. That's another one in the books, everybody. And uh, if you live in Compton, get a horse and ride it down the streets like you mean it. Yeah, don't, don't be a poser. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, we'll probably see you next week. Or we'll talk to you. Adios, amigos. Mm-hmm.
chandelier.